Okay, welcome to the first episode of the MUFC podcast. I'm just trying something a little bit different here in Australia. I'm trying to get something rolling. So we were just talking here, myself, Tom, and my good mate, Larry. You can see he has started his budding career in wrestling. So we're just deciding now um, who in the Man United, in the current Man United squad, who would make the best WWE wrestler. As Larry oh. is the budding wrestler, I'll let him open. Mate, that's a difficult one. Um, are we going purely off acting skills or... You know what? The, 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 Complete package. The key to a good wrestler is having charisma, but also having ability in the squared circle. So if I'm applying that to a football field, I think it has to be Paul Pogba. Mate, he cuts a great promo after games. He really plays the baby face well, shows the disappointment, except I'm not sure if he's getting all the sympathy he needs. Might in fact be, in, be due for a hill turn if he goes to another faction. Uh, see, it's a good answer. It's not correct. The correct answer, I've found out, Marcus Rojo. He's Argentinian, so there'll be eye gouges, elbows, he'll fight dirty. He would have his feet on the ropes in everything. He would lather himself, lather himself in oil. He could throw burnt toast at you as his finishing the burnt move. Toast. But I think Rojo, there's a part of me that says Eric Bay. I think Bay is a nut Oh, pace. yeah. I could see a Kung Fu kick in him. He could jump, jump, jumping off the top rope. Yeah. Who else is there? Sanchez, I could see, what's the, you know, the mask they wear? Oh, yeah, the Lucha, um, the Lucha mask. Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio. I could see him coming out there with his dogs. <laughs> um, but either we'll, that's just a good, good way to start off. If you could send through questions each week, and we'll tr- maybe do something like that each week to get the ball rolling. But I think this guy, this podcast has been recorded just before the Chelsea match. So instead of previewing that, because it'll most likely be coming out afterwards, we're just going to go through ins and outs for the current squad. So we're going to go through 1 to 11 or 1 through 23 of it, however many we have in the team. Did you realise our squad was so small? It's got some tall players. It could do with Fellaini. Oh, mate. I think that's the one player that we can all agree is better as left us. Okay, we'll go through it. So, first one is very simple. David De Gea. Or maybe it's not simple. I don't know. David De Gea, keep or sell? Mate, look, we've spoken about this. Before I give my answer, it's worth saying that if Oli wants to play out the back, is De Gea the one that you want behind between the sticks? Because... We saw with Manchester City, for example, Pep likes to play out the back. He went straight away. Joe Hart, at the time, was a very solid goalkeeper, England's first choice. He wasn't as good as David De Gea, though. That's that's true. Look, obviously I'm saying keep. He's going through a dip in form at the moment, but form is temporary, class is permanent. Do you think with De Gea, though, there's an argument, which will definitely come on there with Paul Pogba, we say, oh, Paul Pogba doesn't want to be here, let him go. If De Gea wants to be in Madrid, which he previously signed with Real Madrid, it wasn't he wanted to go, he signed a contract with Real Madrid to go. If he potentially wants to go, we should use that same logic with him. Not that I want him to go. I think the club has to take a tough stance sometimes where it comes to a point of if you let him go, who can you bring in? Because if if you're going to let him go, you better have a ready-made replacement ready and... As we go through the squad, you're going to see that we want to get rid of a lot of players. So, so I think that's just another position to cover that we really don't need the stress of at the moment. I think it's, so it's a keep from both of us, but they're on to potentially we do lose, lose David Hale, which is a real possibility if we make the Europa League. 
Um, Sergio Romero. Is he the potential number one keeper? Or? If De Gea has to go, if there was a circumstance where he's handed in a transfer request and De Gea says, I've had enough, yeah, keep. I mean, I'd still keep him as a great but backup. But do you keep him as a backup or is he your number? If, if we sell him, does Romero come in as a number one? Yeah, he does. He does, at least for, for the next season because I, I, I don't trust this club, unfortunately, to to get all the deals done just because if you're looking at other priorities in in the squad you'd say that goalkeeper isn't one Sergio Romero is a ready replacement so in any in any case I I heard a few people talk about Romero and his 50-50 split saying he's either a fantastic professional that he's willing to sit on the bench and just play a bit part role or he's the laziest goalkeeper in the world who said I'm not going to be number one I'm just going to sit here and collect a paycheck every week Tom, if you had the choice yeah, to... No, I'll, de- I'll definitely sit on the bench. It's the number one job in the saying. world. But um, if you then... He's a Manchester United fan. If you then you throw that mentality into our number one goalkeeper, is that the mentality you want? I think when he steps up to play, for the most part, he's done very well. So I believe if he got the opportunity to be number one, he'll take it with both hands and he'll want to make that position his own. So I trust that he's a professional. And the thing is... And we saw it with Damien uh, in the Manchester City game. He could easily have put in a terrible performance. He could have kicked a spit. He could have said, "I come out in the media. He's kept his head down. He hasn't played since January or February. He came in and I thought he was one of our better defenders. They said his last game was Mourinho's last game. He's there you go. Or his last start was at Anfield. There you go. You know, so you can be an ultimate professional and not play a lot of games so I, I trust Romero to do the job if he needs to right, they're their two goalkeepers we'll, we'll brush over the next two goalkeepers Lee Grant and Joel Pereira as much as people think Joel Pereira is good I think his career United's not quite going to eventuate do you agree or do you think he has, has something I think he's in his early 20s now I don't I, I, it's just the wrong time for him yeah you've got one of the best ahead of you whether we say keep or sell, I don't think it has a major impact. You know, Lee Grant, I'd say sell. Lee, Lee Grant, he's one player that I cannot wait for his autobiography. How, oh. how this move came about, Yeah, he's playing on the bench at Stoke. His agent calls him and says, United want you. Are you in? Yeah. I, I think it's an amazing story, but definitely... Yeah, he didn't do too bad. The one, once or twice he's come on. It has but, nothing to do with talent. It just says everything that's wrong with the club. No. Why are we bringing in a 32-year-old reserve goalkeeper from Stoke? 32? I think that's generous. He's older than that, wasn't he? I don't know. We'll, However uh, old he is. It's a debate for another day. Okay, we'll go on to defenders. I've got the list in front of me. Probably the one unanimously everyone will keep. Victor Lindelof. Keep. Yeah, no-brainer. Um, distributes the ball well. I think he definitely has weaknesses in his game. I think his heading ability is almost non-existent. He's in the air. He's not very strong at all. Um, but, look, he's been a mainstay, even under Mourinho. I think he's definitely been our most consistent centre-back. Definitely keep. Yeah, keep from me. This one will split the opinion. No, Eric Bay. I say keep. I think that there is a world-class defender in there. And even now, you're seeing the mistakes that the Chuckle Brothers are making. Phil Jones and Chris Smalling you know I think Eric Bay has done a lot less than those two have in their United careers to deserve another chance I think his keeper an argument to keep him is dependent on the investment if any other defenders are brought in that's a look that's a great call look, I, look in any case I say keep um, I, you know we all agree that we need a world class defender to walk straight into this team so 
you know, if you can rotate between Bayi Lindelof and that player, potentially someone else who will come to. Um, but yeah, for me, it's a keep. No, it, the reason it's a keep for me is just in regards to the next two people who have to be sell, I assume, in Chris Jones and Smalling. So I'll start with Phil Jones. Chris Jones sounds like a Chris hell of Jones. a player. Mike, Mike Smalling, maybe. Okay, Phil Jones. Sell. There is no reason for him to stay. I'm sorry. I, I'm still trying to figure out why he got a new deal. Well, it is a sell for both of us, but that is the reason he won't be sold because of the new contract. So he's a definite keep in regards to the club's eyes. I don't know if it's a definite keep. I think... Who can buy him? Look, the, the clubs put themselves in a difficult position. But at the end of the day, if you want to sell for undervalue in any case, when a player's not good enough for Manchester United, you lose, you lose value for money. And unfortunately... Whose decision it was to give him a new deal, we can't say, but I think he, you have to sell him. There is no space for him in this squad. He is unacceptable. Unacceptable. I can't accept it. Okay, well, he's, you're going to have to accept that he's staying. I cannot see any scenario which he leaves the club. And that says everything that's wrong with him, but um, then, that says everything that's wrong at the club. But Just one last point on Phil Jones. Name a club in the Premier League that would take him as a starting centre-back, do you think? investing that they had to pay a transfer fee so say you have to pay 15 million for him who's going to take a 15 million punt on him as their number one centre back I think he falls below the he, he falls in that group that's you know that mid to but, but lower they, part of but the do you think Premier they would take, do you think they would spend that type of money to have him as their number one defender if you're paying 15 million look there's worse defenders out in the Premier League than uh, Phil Jones I just think when it comes to the pressure of playing for Manchester United he, he doesn't handle it very well yeah, no, it's a tough one. But I'll go, okay, now Chris Smallin, a.k.a. Mike Smallin. Maybe there's a bit of a, more of an argument to keep him over Phil Jones, but he's one that divides opinion. Look, if, if history wasn't something we were going off, if we knew that the club could put $700 million into a transfer budget this summer, then I'd say sell. But realistically speaking, Chris Smalling's going to stay, and I say keep, but as a squad player... He cannot be a starting centre-back for Manchester United. He has to get rid of his Van Dyke haircut. I think he's just got to go back to being himself. He needs to eat some meat. Well, that, that is another, another argument. But um, he has to be what he is. I think you can obviously tell we talked about Lindelof earlier being able to play out from the back. When Chris Smalling gets the ball, it's panic station. It's not just at his feet, but the team starts to panic, the crowd starts to panic. It is. And everything eventually escalates. And you know there. what? It's... It affects the whole team. I think we're, we've criticised De Gea's distribution. Maybe a part of that is he feels, I can't pass it to Chris Smalling because Chris Smalling doesn't know how to react on the ball. Yeah. So it has, a, it has an effect throughout the whole team. But look, I say keep, but as I said, no more than a backup. If he's playing more than 20 games for us next season, then we might be in a top four battle again. Okay, so Smalling's a keep for both of us. Next up, Marcus Rojo. So enough said. See, I love an Argentinian in the squad. So do I, but Louis, he's no Lionel Messi. And we, we, we say that, but under Solskjaer, as we mentioned earlier, he's probably ahead of Eric Bay in the backing order. Yeah, but Possibly. rightly or wrongly, you know... Look, if you're looking... How old is he now? 29, 30 years old? Around there. That's the thing. You're looking at his age. He's got so many errors in him. He's not reliable. His injury record is abysmal. Cell, like... We have to we have to take a tough stance as a club and you know start getting rid of these players. Okay, so that's so for me it's a little bit in the same regard to Eric Bay. I think it'll depend on investment for me. For me, I keep him ahead of Chris Smalling 
and Phil Jones. However, I understand that Chris Smallin is ahead, so there is definitely no argument for um, for selling him, for, for keeping him. Sorry, now Ashley Young. This oh I'm my got, days. I've, I've gotten to the stage where I just feel sorry for him because if I was given the opportunity, as we just said with Romero, if I was given the opportunity to play for United week in week out, I would be there with bells on. I think Ashley Young must be a lovely human being, but love being a lovely human being the, the, doesn't the win players, you football games. The players love it. Everyone loves it. That's great, but he is simply not good enough. And his, you know what? I think lately he just looks tired. Um, look, I'm, I'm going to say keep because he's going to stay. He is going to stay. Well, he's one of the ones that signed a new contract. It's a one-year deal. He's, he's a good player to have around the team. I don't buy into the whole experience. The experience... Actually, against Man City, I thought he was okay. No, no, not okay, but he was a lot better than what he has. He, he was better, Tom, but he... Yeah, I'm not saying that's a reason to keep him. You know, but... when people talk about experience, they talk about being the, the leader on the field, being someone who can pull other players in line. If Chris Smalling... Sorry, Chris Smalling. If Ashley Young pulled half these players in line, I'd be like, uh, mate, have you seen your own performances? My argument with Ashley Young, and Ashley Young, to an extent, Chris Smalling and Phil Jones as well, if you... You put them in an imaginary back four, Phil Jones, Chris Smalling, and Ashley Young, either in left or right back. There's an argument to say, in 2011, that was what Ferguson would put out in the League Cup. But 2011, These players plays against FC Basel when we got... In, in 2011, that was a League Cup or a nothing Champions League game, or a Europa League match. We, I think we got knocked out that season, we dropped into the Europa League. Yeah. That is now, very likely, our starting three of our starting back four. I am pissed off so much when a journalist has a press conference with Solskjaer and they ask questions. Solskjaer, is, do you enjoy the challenge? Do you want to be Manchester United manager? Where they could ask a direct question. Ashley Young was brought in as a backup right winger or a backup left winger in 2011. It's 2019 and you're now starting him as your right back and your captain. Do you think that's a good reflection on the club's recruitment policy? Well, that, that's what's wrong with journalism, but that's a whole, whole new <laughs> podcast. Um, look, it, it's keep... But look, he's a squad player, and it's keep for the sake that he has a new contract. And yeah, you're definitely selling though, given the chance. Yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, next one, which is an interesting one, Diego Delo. I thought he's done relative. It's actually quite a big money signing when you think about the last the last summer's transfer window. Yeah. But um, pretty regard him as a young prospect. I think yeah. he's done very I well. I mean, look, short and sweet. I think he's done fairly well. He, yes, he has. He has to work on his defensive abilities, but. He looks promising. He looks good going forward. Um, he's inconsistent, but he's 19 years of age. I'm definitely keep. I think he's slower than I thought. I see him get done for pace a lot. He got stunned on the turn a little bit, on but the turn, um, maybe. but you know I think that comes down to positioning and experience, and those are all things that can be coached Do into. Do you think Solskjaer sees him as a fullback because he's actually using quite a bit higher forward, and he's actually he's one player that actually can take someone on across the ball. Yeah, look, um, I think he has. I think I think the jury's still out. You know, he, he's he's too young to say he's definitely the future, but he's not bad enough for you to say there's definitely no hope for him. So, I think you know we've been we've seen links to Juan Basaka, um, and you know I think Delo could play. He plays left or right. You know he can cross off his left foot as well, he, and he can be a support to both fullback positions. So, definitely keep for me. Uh, keep for both. Now the next one would have been an issue two or three years ago, or a year ago. If even. Mourinho was still in charge, with Mourinho in charge, definitely would yeah. be an issue. But I think it will be a keep for both of us, Luke Shaw. It's a keep. Yeah, I, I don't really have much to say. I think he's been one of our better players, um, and yeah, definitely keep him. 
Now, next one on the list is actually someone who's on loan, Timothy Fo And I just saw on Instagram this morning, he actually just had an operation. I'm not sure what on, I'm assuming yeah. probably a knee. Um, Tim Fosu Mensa hasn't had a great time the last two years. This one, this one's sad because, in my opinion, Soder and I, in my opinion, he's our he's our defensive midfielder. He should be in there now. Oh, mate! Look, I would love to say that, but unfortunately, the reality is he got he got displaced at Crystal Palace by Wan Basaka, and he's gone to Fulham, and and again, look, all of Fulham's been terrible, but he hasn't he hasn't shone in. They're, if you look at Fulham fans, they haven't been impressed with him. It's harder to shine in a team like that, though. Look, it is. People think it'll be easier, it but is. it's actually harder. But unfortunately, the, the nature of football is things need a you need a you need a hell of a lot of talent, and you need things you need luck to fall your way. And unfortunately for Fosu Mensa, he hasn't had a lot of luck. And I, I, I think he will be sold. If it was up to me, I say keep and see what he could do in, in a number six role, but. No, I agree. It's, it's going to be sell because he's he's going to get sold. I agree. It's a keep from me, however. I think the situation regarding his last two seasons, plus the recent news of this operation, I, I don't know how long he's out for, but it's a significant injury, obviously. Yeah. I think the club will cut their losses. and I, I think he'll maybe, maybe stay in the Premier League somewhere, but I think he's gone. Yeah. Okay, next one who has pretty much confirmed, everyone has confirmed it except the club, Antonio Valencia. Loyal servant, um, his time's come to an end, you know, age gets all of us. Um, but yeah, there's not really much to, do you to think, say. Do you think he'll have a testimonial? He deserves one. Uh, I think he's been a loyal loyal player. In, in, terms, of, in player. terms of the serving one, the club, the club and the foundation will make a judgement Yeah. whether it's worthwhile. Do you, do you think 70,000 people, 50,000 people are going we'll to turn, turn up? Turn up. Probably not, you know, I think it deserves one, but... Yeah, oh, yeah. I think he's been very good he's one of my favourite players I remember I first saw him once he was playing against Man City for Wigan and I was at the JB Stadium and he scored an absolute bomb that was the season before we signed him um, and since then I was over the moon when we signed him and I think he has been fantastic but yeah definitely time to go yeah. so I'm glad he has left so both definitely a sell considering he has confirmed he's leaving now Matteo Damian is definitely a sell however He's still here. He's not leaving. Look, I'm, I'm, it's Deadwood FC is a real thing, Tom. Uh, and I think while he's an ultimate professional, he's not good enough and he has to go. And there's there's not really much more else I can say. He's oh. so limited. He, he doesn't attack very well. He doesn't, he doesn't have that natural Italian defender, that instinct in him that you thought you would get from him. I'd, I'd be shocked if he doesn't go back to Italy. Yeah. All right, so definitely a self for both of us. Next one is, like first we mentioned, someone on loan, Axel Tuanzebi. Definitely keep. I think he's had a wonderful season at Aston Villa. I think he's handling the championship very well. Um, I've seen bits and bits and drops here and there. Um, yeah, everyone raves about him. At Aston. Yeah, they love and him. their fans love him. Um, obviously, I think, the, I think the first season they weren't too sold on him. No, because he's had two years at Villa now. But um, everyone seems to rave about him. So hopefully he comes to Perth. He's a talent. Um, hopefully he comes to Perth. He's put on the ball. He's um, you know again he's someone who probably needs to work in the air a little bit. But yeah, he's a good player. Definitely keep. Okay, next one. We'll try and keep this one as short as possible, but it might be a bit difficult. Pogba, poor Pogba. Keep or sell? What one word? Keep or sell? Keep. Keep. Yeah. Look, to be honest, it, it doesn't need a long explanation. Yes, there's the links to Real Madrid, but. Um, look, if you're looking at, you know, talented players, you want talented players in this squad. He's a wonderful talent. He's inconsistent. Albeit the whole team has been inconsistent. But we saw when Solskjaer came in, he was brilliant. And we just need to put better players around him. And, you know, 
enough said. I think we can win a premiership with Paul Pogba. I understand every single argument and every single frustration people have with him wanting him out the door. I understand and accept it and agree with some of it. But I think if we sell Paul Pogba, I think he goes on and, and potentially wins a Ballon d'Or at Real Madrid. He has the potential to do that. It's it's key. Yeah, it's key. I could go on for an hour, and anyone who we knows could. me, I could go on for an hour defending Paul Pogba, and rightfully or wrongfully, maybe wrongfully in some cases, I could defend him so so often. Yeah. However, I think it's a key. I think it's a big, big mistake to sell, sell him. He, in his prime, if a club is now selling a player in their prime, I think that's a bad sign. 100%. Okay, one matter. No, one matter. Next one. For me, anyone who knows me, it's a definite keep. Maybe for biased reasons, because I love the man. Tom, um, gay marriage is legal now. <laughs> you know, I know someone you would love to take his hand yeah. in marriage. We're about the same height. Yeah, you, you know, you could support each other well. It's a difficult one, you know. I, I think I'd say keep because he offers something different that no other player in our team has. You know, he's got wonderful passing ability, excellent touch on the ball, but... I don't think he suits the way Oli wants to play. I think Oli wants to play a possession-based style, a high-press style, and unfortunately, that's not one matter. The one or two times I've seen him play under Solskjaer, though, he has been central as we're playing Chelsea tomorrow night at the time of recording this. The game at Stamford Bridge, he almost played as a striker, almost a false nine yeah. sort of thing, and he's very good. However, he has played on the right at times, and every manager since he's been here has played him on the right. So I do yeah. understand if he if he wanted to leave and he's out of contract. So he's, I'm sure he's talking to clubs. And he's been offered a new deal, by the way. There's links with Barcelona, so, and if he has the option to go to Barcelona and play in a preferred role, albeit, right. albeit a bit part, I cannot hold it against him if he does want to leave. But from a personal point of view, it's 100 percent keep for me. Okay, next one, Jesse Lingard. Interesting. <sighs> Mate, he's had a terrible season. I must say. No, he hasn't been that bad. You know what, the last three months, last, I think he's been terrible. The last three, last three weeks, not three months. Well, he hasn't, he's barely played. He was well, he played well when Oli, Oli first came in. I mean, I mean, you could say that for a lot of the squad, but he's been really, really poor since he's come back from injury. Really poor. Okay, well, we, we can agree. He, I say keep. Yeah, agree. I say yeah. keep. He's a good player. He's a good squad player. Again, squad player. As long as someone like him, uh, I think he's a player who you can define as a squad player. If he's happy to be a squad player, which it seems he is, he's never flirting about no. with other clubs, he's a definite player you do And keep. you know what? You need to keep those players who are born and bred through through the academy. Um, he's a Manchester boy. He definitely understands the club. He feels the pain that we all feel. Yes, Keith. Uh, is it Keith for me? Next one, the weird one, Andres Pereira. He's out of contract. So I'm sure he's talking to other uh, clubs. I, I've, I'm certain I've read he's got a one-year trigger that's been activated. Oh, okay. Used so, yeah. So uh, he's, he's definitely staying on for another season. Solskjaer um, has used him more than I thought he would. So I think there's a potential. Not, maybe not a huge future, but there's yeah. the opportunity for a future. I say keep simply on the fact of I know he's staying. Um, look, I, I, I think he's talented, but... He's inconsistent, and he's at that age now. He's 24 years old. He, he's not a young. He's not a young kid anymore, and I, I just don't think he's going to cut it. Unfortunately, well, long it's term. A, it's a keep for me, but yeah, that's an interesting one. But the next Brazilian, Fred, who's had an up and down or mainly down season. Yeah, but, but I say keep. Um, I think he's shown enough in the last few games against PSG. You know. He was brilliant, and he, he's shown more positive steps the longer the season the season's gone on. And 
I think next season we might actually have a good breakout season from Fred. It's definitely a keep for me. Yeah, I'm not not at all comparing him to Fernandinho, but I heard an argument saying Fernandinho in his first season wasn't fantastic, and that's a, the only reason yeah. I made that comparison is a Brazilian coming from the U- Ukrainian league. I think you do have to give him time. Have to give him time, and he has shown signs of improvement. Yeah. Now, so a keep for both of us there, definitely. Now the next one is, albeit confirmed, Ender Herrera signed for PSG. It's sad. I'm devastated about it. Yeah, look, he, he wears his heart on his sleeve. He was one where, you know, the first season under Mourinho, a lot of us were saying he, he should be our captain. It's sad to see him go. I don't think that if United want to be a Premiership winning side again, Ender Herrera isn't a starting midfielder for me. Uh, I think he's definitely a squad player. Look, he, he's going to leave. All the best to him. I think he's been a loyal servant. I think he's won his heart on his sleeve. But it's sell for me because he's gone. He yeah, is no, gone. He's gone. Okay, it definitely is sell for me reluctantly. Now, I think this could both be going out the door and demanding Matic. I say sell. Um, I, I think he's showing a decline and it's not a steady one. It's one that's very steep. happening. Yeah, it's happening very quickly. Um, he's been very. He's been off the pace. He started against someone who started well against when Oli came in, but. No, it's sell for me. We need an upgrade and a replacement in the summer. I like him as a player. I think he's a very good player. However, given the current situation and the current circumstances that surround it, and coming on to our next player, for me, I think it is a definite sell for me. So the next player is Scott McTominay, someone who copped dogs abuse at the start of the season. You said sell. Sell for Matic. Oh, okay. I thought you said definite sell for McTominay. No, no, no. I think, I think okay. Matic is a definite sell because of Scott McTominay. My heart was about to come out onto the table, Tom. Yeah, McTominay has had dogs abuse for not being world-class, not having the best Instagram game, not being Paul Pogba. Yeah. And he, look, he's never going to be a fantastic player, McTominay, but no. for what he is, he's every, what well, we all dream of, coming through the youth system and could contribute to the first team. And I think... Look, he's, he's, I don't think he's ever going to be as good as, as Matic. Matic had a very good career. But yeah. seeing that, I think he is Scott's the Scott's limited on the ball. And I think that's where, the, that's where his limitations will be. But definitely a keep. He's stood up. He's definitely got a, He can do a job. A wonderful defensive job. Um, and yeah, and he's a, he's a Manchester boy. I think like Lee Grant, it'll be interesting to hear his book at the end of, these, at the end of his career in regards to that, um, <coughs> the award Jose Mourinho gave him last year as his player of the year. And, oh. and what impact that had on his career because he yeah. received a lot of abuse for that rightly or wrongfully okay four more players we're on to the forwards now the first one is a tricky one Sanchez Alexis oh, Sanchez it's tricky because the clubs put themselves in a difficult position he has to go the club have to subsidise his wages if they have to you sell him by all means it's screwed up the wage structure of the club it's affecting negotiations with De Gea with Pogba it's a sell unfortunately it just hasn't worked out I'm baffled why it hasn't worked, and everyone would say, oh, he's lazy because he's collecting that money. Well, the player who's collecting 50 grand a week is still collecting obscene amounts he's of money. He's not lazy. He works hard. You see him on the pitch. He's trying. No, no, in terms, in terms of the, a motivation, a motivation yeah. to improve. Everyone said, oh, well, if you're collecting that money, you can't. If I was collecting 50 grand a week, I wouldn't move. Remember how Wayne Rooney was such a wonderful player, and then he just suddenly declined? I think you're seeing that with Alexis Sanchez. When you look back, everyone was very excited when we signed him, but when you actually look back at his first, at the last six months, sorry, at Arsenal. It wasn't and, it wasn't good. There was um, signs that he wasn't quite the player. Yeah, unfortunately. It's so it's sad and it's frustrating. And quality-wise, I would keep him. However, 
given the circumstances and the need to get that type of wage, and not so much his wages, but that type of wage for what he's for, for his output. Yeah, I think he has to go. But however, I think he probably stays just oh. for the fact reason. I don't think who can buy him. Maybe China, where there's I, been I, links I, to answer, but we'll see. Now another tricky one. They almost get trickier as we go on. Lukaku, seventy-five million two years ago. I sell. I think the way that United want to play, unfortunately for Lukaku, is his. And mind you, he's not a terrible player by any means. He's a wonderful goal scorer. He's a good finisher. But you know what? The flat track bully thing. Unfortunately, it's true. He, he, he doesn't he, score against big but, clubs. But he does he score against the lower clubs anymore? He, well, he doesn't. That's confidence. Uh, That's confidence. His confidence is shot. Uh, I think he's a wonderful player, but unfortunately, he just doesn't suit this style. Um, I'm sure he'll go on to Syria and be a great player, but yeah, it's a sell for me. It's a sell for me. However, if Lukaku was a youth player coming through the system and was happy to be a bit part player, I think he'd be one of the best sec- second strikers in the league. However, yeah. he's a 75 million pound striker. He th- he's a Belgian international. He scored at World Cups. Rightfully or wrongfully, he thinks he's one of the best in the world. And for that reason, I think he does have to leave. Yeah. Okay, next one is a definite keep. He's coming for some criticism lately. I think he's definite keep, Marcus Rashford. It's a keep, yeah. I don't think there's any debate there. I think his argument to maybe sell, we both agree keep. If Real Madrid came in with 150 million? No. You, will, you do not sell Marcus Rashford. When it comes to Manchester bred, born and bred players, Especially talented ones like Marcus Rashford, you do not sell. I don't care how much money they throw, the club needs to stand strong and stay true to its foundations. Okay, and lucky last, which I'm sure I'll know Larry's answer, but Anthony Martial. Keep oh, mate, it's definitely a keep. He's been, again, another one who's come back from injury and been terrible. I don't know what's happening with him. He's so talented. I think he's. A, I think he is potentially a 50 goal a season player. That's how, that's how talented I think Calm he is. Calm down, not 50 goals. Has he, has he hit 20 yet in the season? He's gotten a 17, mate. <laughs> Look, I, 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 and maybe, I, maybe I'm pushing the boundary. I think there's a world-class talent in there. You know, uh, Between him and Marcus Rashford, I think Anthony's got the higher ceiling, but he doesn't have the attitude or, or the application, so it seems that Rashford has. Look, we'll, we'll see um, where he can go, but it's definitely a keep. He's a young player. He's just signed a new deal. Um, hopefully we see a big 2019. For, 20, me, for yeah. me, it is a keep under the circumstances that we improve if we improve and become a top team I think Martial is as good as you can get I think he's a match winner and when you're challenged for the titles and challenged for trophies if you have a match winner like that in the attacking third that is only a benefit however we were discussing earlier we're the sixth best team or potentially sixth best team in the country can you afford to have a player like that at the top of the table you can because you're attacking, you're attacking, you're attacking. You just want to create chances, create chances. We're the sixth best team who get dominated at homes to teams like Wolves, Derby County. I understand that was a different time. But Derby played us off the park. Can we afford to have a player like Anthony Martial? It's keep from me, but I can understand the Look, argument. It, the club's shown a big leap of faith by giving him such a huge deal. He's, he's on the longest deal out of anyone at the club at the moment. So... I think you can afford to keep him. It just look, it's all up to Anthony. And and Ali said it as well, you know, if Anthony wants to be one of the best players in the world, he's got all the talent. It just comes down to applying himself. And hopefully he can do that. Yeah, so okay, that wraps up all the players. How many players do we have? We've got it's actually a small squad when you go actually through it. Um, it's about twenty three. The biggest image is the goalkeeper image, the four goalkeepers. Um, 
But that'll wrap up episode one of the MUFC podcast. A big thank you to the mill at Millpera. We're going to try and do these podcasts, a- aka slash podcasts, around certain pubs in Sydney. So if any pub does want to sponsor us with maybe a free burger slash beer each week, we'll gladly accept. <laughs> we'll gladly I'll definitely accept. be in. Okay, so as I said, we're going to promote this throughout Australia, this podcast slash podcast. If you want to get involved, please do. And... Catch you next week. No, thank you. Thanks for listening. See ya.